This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dudes podcast means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Tonight we're kind of uh, running uh, low tonight because we have only one Mickey Dude rotating commentator, but it is a spectacular one at that. Joining me from across the pond, we have Mr. Stephen Maxwell. What an introduction. I'm surrounded by idiots. Maybe just one tonight. Yeah, we were supposed to have a couple more Mickey dudes uh, join us tonight, but, uh, you know, such as life, events happen, people have to work late, people have emergencies, so the show must go on. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, two of our Mickey dudes are actually uh, recording with another podcast tonight, so um, we're kind of spreading the Mickey dudes' love around, so that's always a good thing. And with that... Let's have a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory who has the largest selections of dvc resale listings and is the number one dvc reseller in the world who has 90 percent of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees who has 95 years of combined disney vacation club experience and has been selling dvc since 1993 who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Thank you, Pat. And you are missed. Come back to us soon. Uh, So, Stephen, we've uh, done this topic before when we were in our infancy. Uh, I thought we didn't, but uh, going back through the uh, archives, it seems that we have done something like this. But that's okay because, one, people probably don't remember, and two, 
Walt Disney World is forever changing. It's not an, a museum as uh, Walt Disney intended it to uh, not be in that way. And things kind of change. And with change comes new ideas for us, our attitudes, our likes change. So tonight we're going to play a game that we played uh, about two years ago. And we're going to take the scenario that we are in Orlando for other reasons. Business, something, something going on where we don't have time to go to the parks. However, we have an evening free in Walt Disney World. What will we actually do to occupy our evening? We're, we're solo this evening. Nothing else is going on. We have no family around. We're assuming that no friends are around, even though we've all made friends in the area at this point. But we're just going to keep ourselves occupied on Walt Disney World property for the evening. Uh, Steven, if you want, you can go to a park, but it's a moot point if you want to pay all that money for not a full not a full day worth of uh, Disney magic. So I will leave that up, one up to you. But uh, sound okay. fun? Yeah, let's go for that. Okay, well, would you like to go first or would you like me to go... Uh, no, don't be crazy. Always go first. Because you go first, you always take the good, the cream of the crop. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. No, I mean, obviously, we, we, were, we have discussed this before, uh, and I've not actually looked back over the t two years. I can't believe it's two years since we've done this. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't really remember what I was doing that time. But here we go with, with mine. Uh, before you start... Before you yep. start, I do want to say one thing about it. I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to venture off and say that mine was completely, uh, I guess, maybe adventurous. Probably I bit off more than I can chew. Probably tried to really pack so many things in because at that time, I guess I was uh, like, okay, you need to get everything done when you're there. You never know when you're going to be back there. I think uh, this time I'm going to be really more laxed in my uh, assumptions of the evening and be more, uh, I guess, uh, realistic in what can get done in a night and maybe stop and smell the roses. Yeah, because I mean, ideally, you, you don't want to be rushing about. I mean, you want you want to take it in. You know, there's that many things in, in Disney World that sort of pass you by because you're rushing from place to place. So, yeah, probably a, a more relaxed basis is probably a, a good thing to, to do, Dave. So, having a night off yourself is is a bit of a novelty. I've had a, a morning off myself, and it's just been myself and going to the parks, and uh, it's uh, running about, which was really good. And funny enough, both parks, both times that, that I did this was in Epcot. Um, so I managed to get a hell of a lot done without actually, you know, I wouldn't say drag people along, but <laughs> you know what you want to do and you can get there as soon as possible. And uh, you can knock everything at the park at that point. But my favorite resort is Port Lanes Riverside. Uh, Stayed there numerous occasions now. Uh, so prior to get out on a night out, I'm usually the first one ready anyway, you know, waiting on other folk to get ready and obviously to get out the door. 
So the first thing I would probably do is head over to the, the Medicine Show Arcade. Uh, there's a huge arcade over in Riverside. Uh, probably one of the biggest on site. So you buy a card, uh, go in there, a few dollars on that. And although it's not the up-to-date games, I'm very much a retro sort of fan of video games anyway. You know, so you've got Galaga, you've got Space Invaders, you know, you get the old Star Wars games as well. So spend maybe half an hour in there. Bit weird this next one. But maybe go in a horse-drawn carriage round the resort. Uh, I've passed by this on numerous occasions at Riverside. Uh, and the horses are absolutely gorgeous. You know, you can stop and get your picture taken with them as well. You know, uh, and the, the carriages are really, really polished to within an inch of their life. $55 for, I think it's for a half an hour trip. Yes. So I think you can go up to about four people and uh, or maybe two adults and three kids in the carriage. And it takes about half an hour to get around the, the resort. Riverside's a lovely resort anyway. So sitting in the back, with a nice horse in front of you. This is just clip-clopping around about the resort. I think would it'd be nice. And it'd be weird whether you'd actually have to share it with somebody else or actually just do it yourself. I don't know. I don't think they do sharing. Right. So you, I'd be a solo ride <laughs> on the back of the, the carriage of a, a horse-drawn carriage. And I think you'd get quite a few looks, just the fact that there was only one of you there. <laughs> and you might be wondering where your other partner was <laughs> or what you'd done to them. Uh so, it's, it's, again, it's, it's on the bucket list to do. I don't know why I've not done that since I've been to Riverside many occasions, uh, but maybe next time that we go. Uh, so you get dropped back off at the at the, the dock. Uh, I would then jump onto uh, the boat down the Sasagula and head down to Disney Springs. Uh, the boat's great. I mean, it, it, it takes in so many elements. It takes, obviously, the Riverside. You can see the, the big... Uh, mansion houses as you get down there prior to pulling into the the lovely decor and the the buildings for the French side uh, or French Quarter at Riverside as well and seeing the big pool there so right the way down the river it is quite noisy that's the only thing you know with the, the boat uh, but you can see the is it, is it, the, is it the, the treetop fellas down there Dave as you get into Sasagula, um, the treehouse villas. Yeah, you could t- you could see them. You can see them on the uh, boat ride down to. Yeah, I see them on the left hand side. You can see the golf course on the right hand side as you get down as well. So it's it's a lot better than maybe getting the bus. You know, the bus drops you right in the middle of Disney Springs, whereas the the boat drops you at one side, just next to Rainforest Cafe. Uh, but it's a nice way to sort of trundle down. And it's another way of transportation. And as Chuck would say, this is boat, baby. Okay, so, Stephen, I'm going to stop yeah. you for one second to just let our uh, audience know that uh, we are uh, recording this on June 26th, as in Experiment 626. And. Yep. Uh, Apparently, Stitch has gotten loose in the studio today because uh, 
we're getting uh, interruptions in service, and I kind of uh, saw him kind of uh, going near all the wires before with a really <laughs> diabolical look in his face. I chased him away, but, you know, you never know where that uh, bugger is. I uh, tried, uh, tried to get a butterfly net and catch him, and all I heard was, Miss me, miss me, now you know how to kiss me, so... Uh, he's still somewhere around here, so you might hear Steven go in and out every now and then, but, uh, I'm going to assume it's Stitch. Continue, yeah, my friend. Well, that's what, that's what happens when, from 4,000 miles away. <laughs> not just, not just around the corner. The other end's a wonderful thing. It brings everybody together, but I think sometimes it just, uh, throws in a glitch as well. Well, being 626 today, it's my daughter Paige's birthday today as well, so, uh, I think it's sort of rubbed off on her, the sort of stitch side as well. It's a wee bit of a, a mischievous mix. Ah, yes. Uh, so, head off down, you get to uh, Disney Springs. As I said, it drops you right down at the Rainforest Cafe end. So, you have quite a, a distance to go if you want to go into the, the far end of Disney Springs. But always my first sort of port of call would be go to Jock Lindsay's uh, and catch a drink in there. Uh, last time we were there, we managed to grab a, a drink in the diving bell, which is a bit of an experience, because uh, as everybody walks in through the bar, you know, they're all looking at you sitting there, you know, and it, it's it's weird because you're totally enclosed uh, compared to what you would normally be in it. You, you've, got a, you've got your booths and stuff like that at other bars, but the the diving bell is one of these experiences just I think everybody's going to have to try and get into at one point uh, and get your pictures taken. They do some great cocktails in Shockland there as well. Uh, even if you were to sit outside, it's a beautiful view right across the uh, the lake there. Uh, you can take in the whole of Disney Springs, especially at night, obviously, when it's all lit up. Uh, so usually a monkey head that I get, uh, which is a wee bit potent uh, of a cocktail, uh, but it comes in a, the shape of a monkey head, a bit like Indiana Jones uh, back in the day. Uh, but head back out, and a place that I went to twice in my last visit was the Polite Pig, which I've heard, obviously, you guys talk about this and raving about it all the time anyway. But Not Tim. Not Tim. <laughs> Tim yeah. calls it lipstick on the polite pig. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame. I mean, obviously, we were in the diner plan the last time we were there as well. So it's very much a, a cheap option, you know, uh, especially for the sort of food you get. Uh, when I went there the last time, twice I got the brisket. And it's something you don't really get over in Britain as something called brisket. You know, you get your steak, you get your sort of cuts of meat, but the brisket they had over there with the, the sort of rub on it was just, oh, it just melted in the mouth. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, uh, and the only thing I would say about the Polite Pig is with it being a counter service, that they still bring out your food to you. You know, you've still got to order it, you still got to bring out your food. But the... The person on the till said, would you like to leave a tip for your server? And this was right at the, ta the start, you know, when you were actually paying for your meal. So rather than actually just leaving a tip on your table, 
they actually ask you straight off, especially if you're on the dining plan. Because I think a lot of times they'll think if you're on the dining plan, you're just going to pay for your credit and then leave. Rather than obviously, if somebody does bring you your food, you know, it's, it's obligatory to leave a tip for them. So I think obviously they're trying to catch everybody right in the hop and ask for a tip at that point, which I thought was a wee bit sort of presumptuous of it. Especially the fact that you know you're asking for a tip for a service you've not actually had as yet, whereas obviously normally you would do it retrospectively in relation to to what kind of service you had uh, when they're bringing your stuff out. Love the setting there; it's right in the middle of Disney Springs, uh, so you can't really miss it. There is a place in the corner, obviously, that we all enjoy, and I know obviously the last couple of weeks I went sending pictures out but there's a, a fantastic Joffrey's uh, outlet there we are um, on the same page because I'm going to be going there too but continue yeah. it's great I mean you walk in you get this, this, uh, four different barrels of your your sweet teas and your, your different teas as well but obviously the, the coffee and there is fantastic uh, we were in the last time and we got the reusable cups, which is one of the best ones that we've actually had. You know, it is, uh, you can actually twist it on and it seals perfectly. All these other cups that I've been getting, it's just a sort of slider cup at the top, but the, the Joffrey's one is excellent. It's one of the best things that I've got. I mean, I can put it in a bag and it swells about left, right, and center, and it never spills a, a, a drop. But we're in there and we grab coffee, and obviously, you can get the the different flavour coffees as well, uh, and different syrups that you can put in it. But it's great, you know, and you can talk away to the barista as well. And they know their stuff, you know, they so they can just, you know, you can point in the right direction about different flavours of teas and, and coffees and stuff like that they've got. So a lot of folk would say maybe not have a coffee late on at night. It doesn't really bother me. I can have a coffee really anytime, you know, morning, noon or, or just about prior to going to bed it never ever keeps me up at night anyway so grab that and then walk back down but you can stop halfway just at the the other the other side of the I think it's the other side of the Lego shop maybe it's just outside Joffrey's actually there's a, a, a bandstand yes there's usually always a band playing there uh, and a lot of them are playing their own style of Disney music and Disney themed uh, music which is Maybe something that you've never heard of before. You know, you can hear the normal, you know, take on uh, an, an original, you know, track from Disney. You know, you, you know it straight away. But sometimes they play it a wee bit. I was going to say off kilter, but I think that. So yeah, totally, that would totally be in bad taste. Up. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. It is totally different in relation to you know some of the plays that they do, as well as obviously their normal uh, running the mills. Uh, pop music that they would do, you know, popular stuff like Ed Sheeran and stuff like that. So you can hear that and you just sit down and again it's at the backdrop of the lake as well. So you can see right across the lake and obviously see the rest of Disney Springs. So with your coffee in your hand, wander around. That's really it. I mean, the only other place I would maybe go to is the, the ice cream place uh, and, and pick up an, an ice cream in the way back down to the boat. Uh, I'd probably still get back down and do the boat home to uh, Riverside. Mainly because it's a wee, wee bit of a cooler breeze 
you know, going up the road. But uh, the buses take, I think, take a wee bit longer, you know, and they're not as exciting. A boat, boat ride's always good, especially obviously to head off at the end of the night. And it drops you right at your, at the dockside as well. So you're only a couple of minutes away uh, from your, in your room. So that's my night. And it's, as you say, it's not really a day off or a night off. It is still full on. You know, you, you'll still be walking a hell of a lot of, of miles. Or you're, you've definitely put in your 10,000 steps that night anyway. Because uh, from one side to Disney Springs to the other, it's quite a, quite a trek. Uh, but... That's really what I would do on my night off, just myself. Sounds fun. Okay, so I'm gonna take a. Thanks very much. I'm gonna take a lot of uh, pages out of your book, and I'm gonna put a little bit of a spin on myself. So, mm-hmm. my assumption: I don't know yep. if I'm actually staying on Disney property or not during this time. So, uh, I'm gonna assume that I have a car, and the first place I'm gonna drive to like you, is um, Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, But for a different reason. Um, Like you, I figure I'm in Disney. I want to have a little bit of uh, calm time to myself, so I am going to take that boat to Disney Springs and enjoy that little uh, cruise. And I'm going to have dinner in Disney Springs by going to one of my all-time favorite places, I'm going to go to a little kiosk known as the Daily Poutine. And I'm going to get a uh, traditional French-Canadian poutine, which actually isn't French-Canadian because they're not using uh, cheese curds from Quebec over there. They're using ones from Wisconsin. So uh, go figure. But (laughs) that's where I'm going to start off for dinner because uh, it's delicious. I know that the food is sinful, uh, but I'll be making up for that later on. So after going over to the Daily Poutine, I am also going to, um, at this point, relax and uh, go visit our friends over at Joffrey's at Tea Traders. And uh, I'm actually going to sit in the store and I'm going to get one of their teas. Uh, Joffrey's makes incredible coffees, but they also have a really great uh, tea service going on. And one of the things that you can do is uh, go up to the counter where they have little vials of the various tea mixes that they have. And they're available for people to open them up and sniff them. So after uh, sniffing the six or seven vials of tea that they uh, offer and finding out which one kind of just... pings me for the evening. I'm going to get a uh, hot cup of that tea and just kind of just sit down at the window and just watch the world go by for a little while. By then, I've uh, digested my dinner and it's time for dessert. I'm going to take a uh, double dessert by stopping off at the ganachery. I'm going to have one little piece of chocolate, uh, Probably is going to cost me like eighteen fifty for it because it's Disney. <laughs> and then uh, it's time for a little bit of ice cream. So I am going to make my way over to the rooftop of the Coca-Cola store. And I am going to get myself a Coke float flight. Which basically for $10 you get small little Dixie cups full of 
various sodas topped with a little dabble of vanilla ice cream. So that will be for really cheap, uh, by Disney standards, dessert. And then I'm going to make my way over to the bus stop. And I'm going to go to a resort. What resort I'm going to? I don't know yet. I'm starting my day around 5 o'clock, so about this point, it's about mm, 7.30ish. And what I'm doing is I'm checking out a wonderful resource that uh, our friends from uh, the Be Our Guest podcast uh, have, because uh, they're connected to the Magic for Less Travel. And on the Magic for Less Travel website, you can find a list of all of the hotels and all of their entertainment schedules for the month. They go they go to each one, they scan the they scan the schedules that you get when you check in, and they have them posted on the website because I want to go see a Disney movie under the stars. And I am going to consult this website and look at all of the different hotels while i'm having my tea while i'm having my ice cream and i'm going to pick the resort with the whatever disney movie i want to see for that evening is showing some of the resorts do movies under the stars all seven nights a week other ones do it every other night maybe three nights a week in that way or something like that so i'm just gonna see what the offerings are at each hotel and based on that I'm getting on a bus and I'm going over to the I'm going over to that hotel watching my movie. And then from there this is where I'm going to get a little creative because I'm going to take an Uber and I'm going back to Port Orleans Riverside. I'm going to my trunk and then going over to uh, getting a bag out, going to the men's bathroom, changing, going dropping my other clothes back in my car. And I am going for a run at Port Orleans Riverside because this is one of my favorite properties on all prop on properties on all property, I guess. But one of my <laughs> favorite resorts and that and mix it with the French Quarter. It's just a beautiful place to kind of just stroll along. But anytime I've ever uh, been training for a major race I've always found myself at Disney at one point and I always did a training run at Port Orleans and it's just so relaxing to just run around that resort you know you go up by Magnolia Crescent where they have all the antebellum style mansion facades go into the alligator bayou zip across uh, Old Man Island a couple times back and forth on the bridge and then take the footpath over to Port Orleans uh, French Quarter and kind of do the same exact thing. Uh, run along the bridle path. You uh, run through each of the uh, courtyards of the, uh, of the French Quarter-style buildings. And uh, when I'm done, I'm going over to the Medicine Show Arcade. Yeah. Yeah, you gave me this idea because may, maybe I'll play a couple video games, but I'm thinking at that point it's going to be a long and tiring day. I'm going to need to relax, and they have those massage chairs. 
<laughs> where you put like five bucks in and you get like a 20 minute massage. So I'm it just going. Shakes how I put you. What? Yes. <laughs> it just shakes how I put you. They actually, those things, they need a little too hard sometimes and they can actually hurt. <laughs> but when you, but you know what? Where there's pain, there's life. And this is definitely a case of it hurts so bad. It feels so good afterwards. So <laughs> I will let the I will let those chairs uh, pummel me whichever way they choose because it will uh, make make me nice and loose afterwards and kind of give me a little bit of a uh, mini vacation. I guess the next day I'll probably have to be back at work or something like that. So I'm assuming that. Uh, this is a good way to uh, end the evening in style before heading back into my car and uh, going off for the evening to wherever wherever I may be lodging. No, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of traveling, you know, that you're doing, obviously, Ubers, buses, and boats, you know. It's near the, apart from your monorail, I think you've done them all. You know, I thought of maybe going over and getting on the monorail and just going for a ride on the monorail, but I mean, I guess if I really wanted to, I could, I guess depending on the time, I can maybe divert over to uh, Trader Sam's or something like that and go on Polynesian and go take a ride on the monorail. I guess maybe the night's young. You know, if I have a little bit of time, it's probably going to be late because movies under the stars usually starts around eight thirty. So you're probably yeah. getting. So you're probably. This is probably by the time I get back to Riverside and start my run, it's like about ten in the evening. I think the uh, arcades close at twelve. So this is at this point. I'm assuming now because most of the time, the Magic Kingdom is closing at ten p.m. and then the monorails are running for two hours afterwards. I'm probably not going to actually get a monorail at this time. So I think it's probably better off to just end my night uh, after getting my exercise at uh, Port Orleans. And there you go with the... I sinned earlier in the day with the ganachery, the daily poutine, and uh, getting Coke floats at the Coca-Cola store. So I can burn it all off on my run later on at night. I'll probably have to run for about six hours to burn all that stuff off, but <laughs> I'll tell myself the, I'll tell myself the forty-five minutes that I ran actually did it. You know, you know it's Disney World. Calories don't count there. I know. Yeah. Just looking at the medicine show arcade there. That's open twenty-four hours. Oh, so really? Just put as many as many five dollars as you want into your your massage chairs and just spend the night there. <laughs> well, that's definitely good to know. Over there. What I love about those uh, arcades now is they have. Uh, I'll let the ambulance pass by first. All right. So what I love about those uh, arcades is, uh, for ADD people like me, they have the air hockey machines that drop like about maybe uh, twenty uh, small pucks at the same time, and you just gotta you can just go shoot all. It's just. It, it, it's it's pure bliss with those. So, I mean, it's got the old. I mean, I, I, there's not many new arcade games in there, but I mean, you've got like the hoops, you've got air hockey, you've got uh, 
pinball machines, you know, so it, it covers a whole load of bases, you know, uh, and it's quite good to, just to waste half an hour or so. Yes. And I'll definitely, well, I don't think I'll be wasting time at that point. I think I'll be passing the time, just kind of yeah. just enjoying it because, right. like I said, I'll play my games, but those chairs, those chairs at Disney are clutch. <laughs> So maybe maybe I'll want to have a little uh, souvenir of my time there for the night. So maybe I'll get myself a press penny or yeah. something like that. Which, by the way, I found out you can get a free pe- press penny. Uh, here's, here's a tip, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want a free souvenir. You can get a free pe- press penny at uh, Epcot if you play the Phineas and Ferb game in... Uh, France, because at one point you might have to go up to the uh, clerk at the souvenir shop right outside of the uh, Boulanger Protisserie and uh, tell them that you are uh, from maintenance and you're here to and you need a penny to test the pennyinator. And they will give you a penny and you put it into the machine and you'll get a, a little uh, Perry the Platypus press penny within your game. So. There's a little tip for another uh, Disney freebie that most people probably don't know about, especially if you collect yeah. press pennies. So I've never heard of that one at all. I discovered it a couple a couple uh, trips a couple trips ago when I just had no uh, other thing to do in Epcot. I was waiting for people and they weren't around yet, so I was killing time. So I was playing Phineas and Ferb, which if you haven't played that game, ladies and gentlemen, it's fun. It's definitely worth it. You get to really look at the details of the World Showcase that way. It's a definitely a good way to stop and smell the roses. It lifts your eyes up. You know, rather than obviously looking at your phone or just looking, you know, it's a street level. It does take you different levels of uh, the, the buildings and stuff like that because a lot of the, the clues you're actually looking for are high up. Yep. All right, and with that, Stephen, where can you be found on the social media? Yeah, well, you can get me on Twitter at SJMDisney and on Facebook under Stephen Maxwell. Excellent. And I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Figments Reality. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast, on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, and we also have a, um, I guess you can call it a fan site on uh, Facebook. We uh, we post up our shows over there. We uh, we retweet out all the important uh, Disney uh, information from Disney Parks blog and other uh, various uh, news. Uh, Credible sources, <laughs> especially after today's news. Yes, today is uh, today is the day that uh, the Walt Disney Parks blog had to uh, refute a nameless uh, website's uh, bogus rumor. So, uh, yeah, we do all that over there, and we also have some original content coming out too. Uh, every now and then, uh, we uh, Michael, for instance. Uh, 
posted up a picture uh, recently of uh, Spaceship Earth rising out of his beer, and it has been getting quite a lot of attention. So we appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. That was me. That was me that did that. That was you? Yeah. Okay, I just assumed it was Michael because Michael was in the world at that time. That was no. just, you were just going through, you were going through your old pictures? Yeah, I'm not going to post them all at the same time. Take okay. a lot of pictures, post them through, you know, feed the content once a week. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Stephen, I have, I have a tradition of putting my foot in my mouth anytime I'm talking about you. So why should this, <laughs> why should this be any different? So with that said, uh, my apologies, and uh, by the way, awesome shot. Thank People you. are really loving it, and uh, my dog won't shut up, so I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of 626, it's also his 11th birthday, so... Uh, actually, I think I know why he uh, just uh, barked, because the whole house just shook. And yesterday, Ooh. Queen's got a small little... Uh, earthquake underneath the uh, East River, so wow. maybe we just got another one. Interesting. No? Oh, well, stay safe. Yeah, well, I guess I'm going to have to go on a couple of hours and check the U.S. Geological website and see if that was the case, or maybe it was a uh, truck passing on the avenue behind and just uh, <laughs> hitting a pothole, So, which has happened before. So, we shall see. All right, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, thank you for listening to us, and have a magical day. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon